and welcome to episode 373 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello! And he, <laughs> what the fuck was that? He's actually calling, from, he's calling from his shed, but we're also joined by the inspiration for Wigfield's seminal 90s classic, Saturday Night, it's Tony Esmond. Hello, Vince and Dan. <laughs> Oh, probably would though, wouldn't you? <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna put a brave shout and say probably still would. I can remember trying to uh, seduce a young girl by dancing to that. And I think I was dancing pretty much like someone who like had a brain injury. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, That's I'm... the only way that I dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and now he's married. <laughs> yeah. Oh, now you're happy. I mean, it would have worked on me. Worked on it, yeah. Yeah, fucking, I'm, I'm already so. feeling a bit of a twinge. Mm. My yeah. wife was the uh, arresting officer. <laughs> <laughs> she was the, the surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! Welcome to all the in, show, all everyone. Well, all in yeah, well. Welcome to the show, everyone. Um, yes, welcome. We, yes, we're here once again to entertain you with another hour and a half to two hours of comic book chatter. Probably grumpy old men whinging about something, and of course, yeah. a fantastic indie comics that you need to check out. Um, you really need to be aware of Third Bear Press, mm. and if you yeah. aren't already, then you'll learn a bit more about them Strap today in. In, in this week's show because um, we spoke to the one and only Steve, Stephen Ingram about them, so that'll be coming up soon. But there's something we're, what do we always do at this point of the show? We mention our sponsors. Oh, God. oh. Who, who are they again? Comic House. Yes. The comic book marketplace. With a difference, Dan. It didn't did even give us a warning about that bit of improv, and it did, went really well. Did you know that they love indie comics as much as we do? I didn't know that, Vince. I Please think tell me. we probably like them a bit more, but fair enough, go on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> shots fired. Oh, there we go. What? There we go. What? <laughs> shots fired. Um, but if you... But, you know, so you can te- you can judge for yourself if you go to comichouse.com because you'll see there's a huge selection of independent comic titles on their database. If you self-publish yourself, you can list your work on there as well. It's another avenue to get your books out there, as well as the digital comic ha- comic house app. It's mm. basically like Netflix for comics, only three pounds a month. You get access to an enormous library of digital indie comics, which is being added to all the time. I'm certainly looking forward to seeing what Dan's going to tell us is on there now. What's on there at the moment, Dan? There's a new title been added, and I think Tony mentioned this uh, earlier in the year. Uh, yeah, I think it's so. Released February 14th, uh, 2022, and it's Samantha Fucks the World, Volume 1. Uh, story it's an all-ages all book. Yeah. What happens when a sex doll becomes sentient and takes over the world? Sex, comedy, revolution. Samantha the sex doll gains super intelligence and takes over the world with her army of sex bots. The only ones capable of saving society are a unified, uh, United Nations interpreter Peter and soldier Avi. They have to fix their relationship issues along the way. Uh, written by Dave. Is, AI is very popular at the moment. Yeah, I, I just yeah. Can ne- don't hear anything apart from good stuff about AI. And yeah. Yeah. AI art. Yeah. <laughs> Viva la revolution. It's AI the, art. That's it's how I feel way, about it. It's the way forward. Oh god, no, that felt dangerous. That, I don't I don't mean that. Vince <laughs> <laughs> said it here. AI is the way forward. <laughs> <laughs> the well, al- the algorithm I, I can I can feel the <laughs> algorithm coming for me. Uh, <laughs> well, if AI art works out, I can get rid of this fucking twat that draws my book. So let's get some t shirts done. AI art is the future. Let's get it on a t shirt. 
on our Redbubble store. You can find it now. <laughs> oh dear. Vince, what you've opened the door. What have well, I told you, you about opening well, you the door? You can't spell vanity project without A and I, can you? Anyway, yeah. right. Um... <laughs> Very good. I feel a bit sorry because like I, I posted up V and I'm not sure if you saw this. There was a chap who posted a book on Twitter saying look, this book got made with like using AI art and it was mm. what was the fucking it was like a bit like Midsummer and uh the Wicker Man. And he got kind of like shat on basically on Twitter and it can be, I I don't know if you've had this on social media, you kind of like, you'll say something and then one person will stand and say against it and then another person and it feels like the fucking mob (laughs) is going at you like, whoa, hold on. And uh, I think that's what the poor guy felt like. And a lot of people were just quite impassioned, but uh, where he was highlighting the book, they were kind of like going at him and he was like, oh, chill, chill. So I saw it, yeah. somebody put something up, some fucking ridiculous cuck put up. Oh, I've mentioned something about AI, but I've taken it down because I think it upset people. Upset people. Fuck me, mate. There's a war going on. Fuck yeah. off. Yeah. You know. Yeah. There, there is it, and also sometimes that there is the sense of just just people that aren't informed about stuff. Do you know what I mean? You'll listen. Just say you listen to a song <laughs> and you're like, that's a really good song. That's really catchy. You did that, Gary Glitter. Who's Gary Glitter? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. I want to be in his gang. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, it's just... This is one of the best Comic House adverts we've ever had. I know. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Comic House. If you want to find out more about Comic House... It's, it's, I tell you what, it's me being terrified of the AI algorithm coming for me. (laughs) Go to ComicHouse.com before I die. It used to be people were scared of actual AIs. Now they're just scared of people mentioning it and people attacking them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was scared of the Terminator. Yeah. I'm just scared of weirdos on Twitter. Yeah. There you get yeah. Whenever there's a, a thing about, like, in the news, a story about a robot or AI, it's always they bring up Skynet or the Terminator. There's yeah. a story about uh, a shark. It's like, oh, it was like something out of Jaws. Yeah, it's, it's programmed so into them, isn't it? me. Yeah. Such a cliche. Yeah. God. As an old man went down the the hill in a bathtub, just like well, that, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. To, to be fair, that is exactly like last summer. That is like last summer, yeah. Or the time um, I got my cock caught in my zip. Uh, it's just like <laughs> just like this film, just like that. That's yeah. nothing like last summer wine. What? <laughs> <laughs> that was on episode last summer wine uh, when he could, when a, compo catches yeah. his cock in his zip. <laughs> And Nora Batty had to get down on all fours, and yeah, that's why she got wrinkled down. stockings. I think, and then, she and then Clegg work. walked in, and she was sort of knelt in front of him, and he kind of, oh. yeah, he does it from behind. What's happening? What's <laughs> happening? Go to come that's, the word, that's where the word go, bloody Nora comes from. Go, 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 oh God! <laughs> but, <laughs> without further ado, should we cut to the interview? I th- <laughs> Oh, we go too far. Go to comichouse.com. Hey! <laughs> Got through that nicely. Best advert ever. Pete will be fucking over the moon with that one. Oh, dear. Pays for itself. Um, anyway, yes. While we take a moment. People are going, I'm not going to the app now. That <laughs> while, while we uh, just calm down and have a drink. Um, yes, in all, in all seriousness... Check out the next hour talking to Stephen Ingram and about the brilliant Third Bear Press because trust me, this is a very cool distributor that you want to keep your eye on. So, word. Word. 
Word, that's what I say now. Yeah. I say yeah. all the time. Word, yeah, word yeah. to your mother. Uh, well, word. I can't say. I need to sort these two out. So check Totes. out the Totes. check out the interview. <laughs> Okay, this week we're joined by a creator whose work includes such titles as The Standing Stones, Murmur, Holly, The Wild Ashore, and he's the mastermind behind the indie comic distributor and publisher, Third mm. Bear, Bear Press. Not only that, but he, um, he's doing a Kickstarter as well, so um, <laughs> I, his, how his brain hasn't exploded, I do not know. But it's our pleasure to welcome Stephen Ingram to the show. Hello, sir. Hello there. How are you doing? Hi, Stephen. Good man. Good to have you on. Yeah. yeah, last time we saw you, I think I was last saw you at the Thor Bowl, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was at Thor Bowl a few tables down, I think, or on the That's season. Bowl, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think I met you in the street at the start of Thor Bowl when I, I'd forgotten the money box and had to leg oh, it yeah. back to my room. <laughs> and I, I'm like running down the road, and you went, Tony. I went, oh fucking, and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, he did. Fighting, throwing up, and passing out in equal measure. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds like the classic Tony Esmond experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> fun times. But um, you've certainly been uh, busy since then. Um, and we've talked, we've spoke, spoken a little bit about Third Bear Press over the past um, like couple of weeks and stuff. So I think I think we should start off there by saying, are you crazy? What, <laughs> what, what inspired you to do? I mean, this is it's brilliant. Um, yeah, we're so pleased someone is doing it. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's so good. But have you lost your mind? No. How did, uh, how did yeah yeah how did Third Bear Press come about? Um, well, for a wee while now, I've been wanting to start like a little publisher, um, which is where I started off like with Third Bear Press, and I've been kind of in touch with some uh, artists to publish their work, and then but while I was looking at like some artists from like. States, and I was like, Well, oh, I couldn't mind buying some of their books. And of course, you go on and shipping is massive these days, yeah. Because yeah. I used to buy some like books from America like a wee while ago and then kind of stopped and thought, Right, have a look and get some to try and get more over, yeah. And then, yeah, shipping's gone up a lot, and it's like, Hmm, if I'm having second thoughts about buying these books from abroad then other people will be as well yeah. oh mate it's gone up get, so much yeah, it's like yeah. 30 odd quid sometimes oh, that's ridiculous. Single yeah. Comic. Yeah. Yeah. you're paying more than the price of the book to yeah. shipping uh, so I thought well if, if other people are, if I'm being put off then other people are being put off we can find a way to get more books over like I kind of bought buying it and then I can sell them in the UK and then that would be quite good, and hopefully, yeah, profit. You never know. Um, so that's what that's what I was doing. I was got over in touch with some of the the publishers over there, and some of them just allow you to sign up on their website as a wholesaler, and then you can just order their books at a discount. Okay. Over their website, and um, so it's fairly simple. And some of them, it's more you got to get into a dialogue with the. The people running the wee publisher gotcha. themselves and then work out a price but most people have been um i've spoken to have been pretty amenable to getting some books over here so oh, that's uh, good yeah, yeah that's really good yeah i mean the distro thing is something we desperately need and and, it, and it's that's kind of it's almost like 
you know when people talk about oh i've got a publisher people talk about now talk about oh, i've got a distro yeah because having a distro in the states for uk books is is much sought after as well isn't it mm. because it, yeah the reverse yeah. is the same you know yeah so like i've been with the the distro i suppose there's there's just like ones that like pop up every now and again over here yeah and they last maybe six months to a year and then they kind of fade away into obscurity and mm. um, so i'm hopefully hopefully third bear press will we also get specific <laughs> we get specific distro as well because i know that avery hill deal with there's an american company or canadian company they distribute in the uk for i forget the name of the company yeah was it not, uh retrofit or retrofit yeah you're right yeah it's retrofit and um there's it can be just company specific so if we wanted a retrofit book we go to the avery hill site essentially yeah um but to take in a number of small press indie publishers and have them on your books, I think is a great idea and certainly will save me so much money. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, I mean, I know you hinted, you hinted at it to me, God, about maybe a month and a half ago, Steve, something like that, didn't you, I think? Yeah, I put a question on the Slack saying, it, if I, yeah. I'm thinking about doing this, what would you like me to bring over if I do it? Yeah, and then I immediately sent you a like a list you could just about fit on a toilet roll, you know. Yeah, of like, <laughs> well, you, you're the guy to go I'm to. Working, I'm still working through it. I'm... Yeah, well, yeah, but I mean, it does really show the amount. I know because in the states we have it going on. You've got um, the Strangers Distro, which obviously we're on at Tribute, mm -hmm. and you've yeah. got um, Bubbles. They they have a distro. You've got uh, John Porcelino does his own distro, doesn't he? I think is that right. Yes, uh, I, it's a spit and a half, I think it's called. That's it, yeah, that's it. So it, there's a lot going on in the States, but then again, I suppose they're in a country that's massive, mm -hmm. um, yeah. and it's just sort of interstate in the States. But, yeah, to have it over here, you're right, though, the odd one does pop up. I've actually contacted a couple that I found online, and they've just kind of ceased operating, you know. Yeah, uh, okay. yeah. Uh, the only place that seems reliable for it is, like, gosh. Yes. Uh, yeah. Things come and go on there as well, so it's... Uh, yeah. I mean, I have stuff that comes from um, Strangers and Bubbles on my pull list, of gosh. Right. Okay. Um, so stuff that doesn't necessarily come through Diamond, um, I have, or Bounce or anyone like that, I actually have on my pull list. And they, so I picked up the new um, Bubbles magazine this week when I was in, mm -hmm. um, which is quite useful. But yeah, but even they're a bit patchy. They don't, stuff sells out very quickly with them as well. Yeah. Um, you can have, they'll get five, co five copies of something and it'll go straight away and you just won't see it, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm hoping that. Um, well, I've got like small quantities of stuff over to start off with, but it's, yeah, like, you see how something if something's particularly popular, yeah, obviously you get more. Um, one of the ones that's on the site at the moment uh, that I've noticed a few orders coming for is it's probably because it's been nominated for one of the Ignatz Awards in yeah. the states is faster by uh what's his name jesse lonergan yeah yeah yes jesse, jesse lonergan so yeah. that's a great get, book man that's really good are yeah. you getting orders before you ship them over or saying oh, i'm going to ship over eight and then just see how that goes um i've just been i've just just at the start here i've just like shipped over um certain ones that i've thought it looked interesting yeah yeah and then we'll see how they sell but mm. yeah, i think that's something i'll probably start doing is once you get established even yeah 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 as it gets established people will say oh this is coming out from this creator can i yeah. put in an order for it and then you'll get it over 
Yeah, um, that's a great idea. I'd yeah. say um, Faster by Dishonored is is great. I own a copy of that, and it's really good. Um, but also the one that you, the other one that I noticed, well, you've got a few on there, but one of the other ones I noticed was Stray from Molly Mendoza. Now, yeah. Molly was the girl who did Skip when I was, um, which I was, which sold like hotcakes when I was working for No Brow Thought Bubble the year before last, and we mm. were getting like Sean Phillips was over buying a copy and all this sort of thing, you know. Um, and Stray when I was at TCAF, that was the hot book of TCAF, that yeah. Molly Mendoza book. Um, okay. I, I luckily grabbed a copy, but that'll be. I think that should be well sought after. I think. If anyone listening to this, they should go to you and buy that straight away because it's a cracker. Really good. Yeah, I obviously like, getting these books over to sell. It's obviously like, well, I'll have a wee read first. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a top quality book. It's really good. And her artwork is gorgeous. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it really is. Um, what's the, is that, I'm trying to think the, the guy, I, I had a coffee with him. Is it Red Line or something like that? They're called over there. I can't remember the name of the, the, the people who are dealing with it at TCAF. Or is that, are you getting that straight from her? Uh, I'm getting them from this Bill Gilhan Press, right? Okay. Uh, same with they they publish faster as well. And oh, of course, got yeah. called Threshold um, by uh, Vincent Romero Gladnick. Yeah, 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 Gladnick. I haven't read that one, man. What's that about? Um, actually, that's what I haven't actually read through yet. Right. But, um, yeah. The, well, I'll just read the what I've got on the website about it. Self-reflection on their feelings around transitioning. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's, uh, it's yeah. yeah. Unfurling dreamlike story framed with fastidious metaphor and pensive narration. So yeah. Oh, cute. It's, it's yeah. Yeah. Quite a deep <laughs> That's how I describe Dan's life. <laughs> <laughs> pensive metaphor. <laughs> um, day glow. Dayglow A Hole, as well, is a classic, a, a cracking title, isn't it? I've got the first yeah, one of those. I don't have the second one. Yeah. And that's from Silver Sprocket, is it, that one? Uh, yeah, that's Silver Sprocket by Ben Passmore. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dayglow A Hole. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes. That was um, Silver Sprocket at the table behind Nobrow at um, TCAF, and they were doing big business, man. They're much loved over there in the indie scene. Yeah. No, they, they look like quite a, um, quite big for a small press um, yeah. yeah it's also a very genius um look at the cover of that day glow a-hole one is they, <laughs> still they, good they put it all as one word yeah so yeah. the title itself just looks like you know it's got this sort of this, this certain randomness to it but when yeah. as, whenever you say it day glow a-hole you know exactly what you're talking yeah. about <laughs> genius so, You've kind of been on this for a little while now, too, like kind of the, the small press stuff in the States, the underground press. Yeah. Is this kind of like a, a, a revival or uh, would you guys have been able to sort of like offer up any insight or clue to as why is this sudden rising up of this stuff? Or has it always been there? I mean, I think there? it's kind of always been there. I mean, I don't know what you think, Steve, but I think Fantagraphics and Drawn and Quarterly are the two sort of leading lights. You know, they're the two people that people look up to. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah, I think so. But the I actually find, and I've said this a couple of times in the last year or so, I actually find that they're taking more chances over there with their material. Hmm. Um, I think because they've got the established underground guys, the established outlaw guys, yeah, over there, um, who who work in maybe in sometimes in different ways than we see over here. Um, it seems. A lot different. I've, 
some of the mainstream stuff is so fucking safe you couldn't yeah you know we can play any fucking safer yeah well i'm beginning to feel a lot of the the indie stuff over here is becoming a little safe that's a shame yeah just that's my point of view at the moment um, okay if someone can point me in the direction of something you know that isn't you know but, but in, isn't but, safe but in in terms of like safe how do you you know what do you how do you mean that I think I I think a lot of small press people who previously I found experimental and interesting. And this I'm not saying this is everyone. I'm just saying, you know, as a trend, I think they're playing. They're worried about upsetting people now. Okay. Um, Rather than saying what they got. Yeah, and the big showcase for us is Thought Bubble, isn't it? You know, and I walked around Thought Bubble last year, and I didn't see anything that really was spiking my interest. I mean, there are people, you know, there's there's the outliers like Gareth and, you know, a few other people and Stephen, you know, who are doing really interesting stuff. But I find it's a little bit too obsessed with safe areas and certain, you know, I think it, there's a there's a wilderness, I think. To, that's maybe the better way to put it. There's a wilder feel to the American stuff for me. OK. Yeah. Which doesn't necessarily mean it better or worse. It's just more to my taste, maybe. Yeah, I understand. You've got kind of yeah. like a, 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 a certain type of comic you're looking for, and the uh, the Americans seem to be delivering that to you. So, are we? I mean, what do you guys think? Are we doing underground here, or are we just doing small press? Not just. Are we doing small press? Or are we doing underground? Uh, are we discussing that? Uh, yeah, I'm asking you guys what you think. Yeah, I see the the comics. I would see at the sort of the last thought bubble. I wouldn't class them as underground. They're small press, totally. Right. Uh, that may be. You may, know, but, but you may you may find, but you know, like all underground stuff, you may find some underground stuff at any sort of comic convention. True. You just yeah. got to look. You just got to find it, haven't you? That's the you know. I think that, that's one of the, um, the heartbeats of an underground. But I think the likes comic. of the the stuff that's hitting, the stuff yeah, that's yeah. hitting in America from an indie underground sense, you know, like Jasper Jubilee and um, all that sort of thing, I think has more of an edge. That said, fucking Matt Simmons' stuff is yeah, that's out. good. That's yeah, that's good. Yeah, like I said, I don't mean it as being everyone. By no, any no, stretch, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I just think of, in general terms, yeah. Like delineation, what what would you class one to the other? Uh, I think I'd struggle to. Yeah, but uh, I mean, how? I mean, how would I hate to say, call it this? A small press community feel if we had a um, Sparrow comic over here, you know. I've certainly had people turn their noses up at the comics I've made. Mm. I can stand that. Yeah, I can. Uh, uh, would I mean, say the, the comics the, you the make under, are not to everyone's taste. Always has but... an element of danger to it. Yeah, I think anyway, so. I mean, yeah, an edge. Right. Yeah. I, mean, I, mean, I mean, that's uh, if you think about uh, it, that's its selling point. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You, you. Yeah, that's why Zap and Weirdo and these people, sort of things. People want, that, people want those books because they can't get those books anywhere else. It's like really dark porn. <laughs> <laughs> with the, say to the comics you're making it sounds, it sounds with a strange excitement there Vince, that, uh, <laughs> really dark stuff if if you're making a comment to, you're making a comment to please everyone you're going to make a comment to please no one it's like yeah yeah, yeah. there's a there's a certain tweeness that's crept into english comics put it that way that's how i feel yeah and but, i don't but, think but, you can but, make but, me wrong on that no i think no no there, there, there's a certain um 
not yeah i think tweet i'm trying to find a different word than tweet i know i know i was trying to avoid <laughs> but, that word for the last 10 gentle, minutes and I just there's a gentle yeah. Um, nature to a lot of these books, but of course, you know, if, yeah. if those are the books. Well, you want what make, me and Dan make, refer to it as. Make all of those books that you want to make, essentially. If that's yeah. your, that's, me and Dan refer book. to. How do we refer to it, Dan? Is it small, small dick energy? That's what we. Yeah. <laughs> there's, enough, there's, enough, there's enough big dicks hang, uh, fucking hanging about. <laughs> hang on, what's going on in your house? <laughs> there's, there's a lot of that coming on a Thursday. What? Everything's everyone's welcome. Everything's nice and safe, and it's all rounded edges. There's nothing here to hurt you, kind of feeling. Yeah. Do you know what I mean, and, and Tony's yes. killing someone with a cock. Yeah, you know, it's like that, isn't it? You know, it's sorry, we've completely hijacked your advert. Steve, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, right. I suppose I suppose the the extrapolation of that discussion is what what are you looking for in a book to you know yeah. to bring over? Nice, yeah. safe. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, I suppose I'm, I'm looking for stuff that's got really good art, something to say. Okay, it interesting. So yeah. has a um, something that feels like it should be um, something that looks like it could be admired. I think is what I yeah. want to the kind okay. of stuff I want to bring over things mm-hmm. like um, the. Because like, well, when you gave me like your list of books that you thought I should bring over, Tony. Yeah. And one of them was like mostly the I didn't want you to get arrested by customs, yeah. so I apologise <laughs> for a couple of them. Yeah. One of them was like the Bill Hill Press, like, um, and so when I looked at their stuff, and like Molly Mendoza's book, The Stray. Oh yeah. Um, really stood out to me. Yeah. And and the other books that they had looked interesting as well. So like cool i want to bring them over mm. and uh that's it's i'm looking for stuff that i would want to read yeah <laughs> um, okay well that's that's ultimately the, the best too. judge isn't it yeah the best yeah. test yeah. are you following do you follow the scene over there much Stephen? i mean i know um, you can follow like gutter boys as, and as much as you even you know yeah, yeah. as much as you can from over here um i'll usually like so i was looking at the um like ignatz awards nominees which just came out uh, about a week ago, yeah, uh, for like the upcoming X- SPX conference, uh-huh. and um, yeah, so I was looking through those 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 books that have been nominated there, and yeah. it's like, oh well, I hadn't heard of that book before. I'll go and research that, maybe try and bring it over. And yeah. um, one of them was called that I saw that looked interesting. Oh, definitely had a more underground kind of feel. Uh, is what's the title? called um cover not final um, oh yes i know yeah i've got that I think, yeah, somewhere here. yeah. Um, yeah it's like a paperback kind of cover is the book isn't it yeah 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 it's the, i think a lot of domino's books are kind of like a normal cover but then inside is newsprint with okay. like black and white artwork and it's got like a so it's got that almost cheap feel but it's still really good work um, like a sort of rip-off press or kitchen yeah. sink or something like that, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I quite like that. I quite like that. And um, I quite like the... Uh, one other one that I'm looking to bring over is... Well, like I mentioned before we started, was um, like a, some coming over from Kilgore Press, which oh, yeah. be over eventually. Um, and they're... One of the ones is like Norvin Skyver's 
book called My First Date, but a new and expanded version of it. Okay. Um, I really loved his work. Yeah, he's great, isn't he? Yeah. Really good. Yeah. Got like a totally unique art style, which um, like you would look at a bit of Noah Van Skyver artwork and you could tell it was him from 100 paces because mm. he's just got that in divine, uh yeah, that quality to his work that it's just like... Yeah, yeah and he's very much the sort of darling of the auto pseudo-auto bio stuff at the moment, but it's like we, we've always said on here, someone with, which actually has something interesting to talk about. Um, yeah, yeah, that's something about like autobio comics. There's a... Uh, there's... the mass of autobio comics, and then mm. there's a few... Uh, Roses that grow out of them that are just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the okay, yeah. of autobio comics, and there's yeah. a few ones that poke out, and it's just like, actually, that's that's actually pretty good. Life is quite interesting. I'm yeah, I agree, man. Like, yeah, totes. Yeah. yeah, the um, as well as if you want to listen to a great interview, Tom Stewart, that comic smell did a, a whole episode just him and um, Noah talking, and it's one of my favorite podcasts ever. So good, oh, yeah, 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 yeah nice little insight. Fun. Nice little insight. And he does a great YouTube interview show, doesn't he, Noah Van Skyver? Yes, I've um, watched a few episodes, but I haven't like caught up on them all yet. But um, yeah. yeah, some really interesting stuff. And he's he's the brother, isn't he? He's the brother? Of EVS. They're brothers, aren't they? It's are really they? weird. Oh, yeah, oh, I think right. they are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, how very strange. Other, yeah. well, very different. Yeah, yeah. The, the <laughs> other thing is um, Rust Belt Review. Have you seen that? That's a good... Yes, I, I've got I've got the copies of them from I got them from Gosh, like a, yeah. a on their site a little while ago, and they're ones I'm looking to get over because they're very good. Yeah, um, and I think I like back when I was buying uh, like US indie stuff before shipping prices went through the roof. I'd got like the the three copies of the original Rust Belt comics from Sean Knickerbocker. Yes, they're good as well, aren't they? And, yeah, yeah, so they two are. separate comics, aren't they? The review is like an anthology, and the Rust Belt is kind of auto bio. But no, it's not auto bio. It's, it's just bio. sort of slice yeah. of life, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, slice of life, Rust Belt stuff. But um, and yeah, the review is more recent because I think the Rust Belt, the original three Rust Belt comics, are from a, a few years ago now. Yeah. And he just concentrates on the review now, I think. But, um, I think you're right, man. Yeah, and I think he has comics in the review, doesn't he, each issue as yes, well? Yes, yeah. Yes, he's continuing doing his work. Yeah. But that's a nice, it's almost treasury size. that. It's like an oversized... I always think it's like a bit of a piss take on the Paris review, isn't it? It's like that. Yeah, it's yeah, a maybe. big a big magazine. That's lovely. A real nice showcase for that stuff as well. Yeah. yeah. I think like the, the way that the um, logo is designed on the Rust Belt review is the kind of thing you'd, it looks like it should be like the insert in a newspaper. Yeah. That's or a magazine like. in the, yeah. the, the, um, a, a music, an art museum's shop. It's almost like that, isn't it? You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's good really stuff. Cool. I reviewed, I think I recommended it about a year ago and I got my copies through. Right. Yeah. Very good. Um, you, do you do the strangers discord or the, um, Rust Belt discord or anything like that to have a look at, that's, I, I actually find that a really interesting area for finding new people. All right, I've never been on then. Uh, I'll maybe have a look into it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, I'll get Eddie to send you the link. Yeah, it's good. It's full of sort of 
up and comers, you know, that's where we you see all the likes of the Jubevilles and all these the Knickerbockers yeah. and these sort of guys. As I say, trying to get your services in front of the eyes of people who'd want to employ them, I can imagine that's a, a whole other thing in itself. And you just touched on it there, T. How would you go about exposing yourself, as it were, <laughs> <laughs> advertising your site yeah, to these people? Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, and yeah, they, they've yeah, got to be interested same. in, yeah. you know, they must, they'd be able to take a hit just to get their comics over and get people interested, I'm guessing, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe yeah, I guess it's a good thing to do. Oh, I definitely am. Um, imagine, like, the approach to these people would be have to be sort of done in a certain way. You wouldn't come across as, like, some kind of slick <laughs> stuff, you know what I mean? But, like, also competent, you know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like signing up to the cool yeah. kids and. Yeah. I think it's important that now I've got the site up and running. I can you show people, show people it. Because what you're uh, doing. Because like when I was emailing people before, it was just like, uh, I'm in the process of setting this up. Can you uh, send me uh, some free comics? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, yeah, so having the site there to show to people that I want to bring your books over, then it's, uh, yeah. it just gets, that... builds confidence in me. From Definitely, there. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's good, actually, because it's, certain areas of small press can stagnate you know and having that injection of stuff that we haven't previously been able to get hold of most people haven't you know the stuff from the states and canada you know injecting that into the small press here people are going to go oh you know it's like all those people who who went and watched um you know a guitar the you know the the best blues guitarist ever they had to up their game didn't they you know it's like that you know everyone who saw um Kravitz play or whoever it's going to be you know they, they these people are going to see a lot of this stuff and they think oh this is fucking really I mean, nice yeah, but the really way good. it's printed the way it's drawn it's where yeah. it's telling a story where it's presented you know we're gonna to have to up our game and I think it's only healthy for the community mm. yeah, to see the competition yeah I agree yeah because got the kind of steel sharp and steel isn't it and yeah uh, yeah nice and yeah, mm. yeah. That good was very, that was very poetic it was yeah <laughs> thanks so, so um obviously there, there's more than enough for you to keep busy with just doing the if this was your sole sort of focus but you create your own comics and you're yeah. and you're making them and sort of trying to push that out there and in fact you've got a, a kickstarter as well i mean tell us more Let, let's that that side of the business aside what about yeah. your work you know? right um so how, a bit of an origin all, story yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. how did that all come to be um, I suppose I've been making comics for like well since I was a teenager, but I haven't really been doing it seriously um, when I started posting you know longer stories on my old website called Blurred Lines Comics, which isn't about any isn't a thing anymore. But um, that was in two thousand and nine. Okay, I started off with like some like short stories, uh, like one called like the Saddest Wheel. And and another one about like a, a voice actor who uh, started going mad up with them, started doing all these voices, and then he eventually does a voice of like a cat meowing, and that's becomes his voice now. It's very strange little comics. Uh, <laughs> Good. So the time. But uh, then I kind of was like started moving into longer stuff, and like the first graphic novel kind of thing but it was just a web comic really that i did at the time it's called the standing stones um with this character a folk musician called taylor kite and um 
we'll come back to him later because he's also I've gone back to that character in the Old Man Grey, which is the one I'm kickstarting at the moment. Yeah. Um but the like the it is the Standing Stones and then in about twenty thirteen I started doing a, a comic called Left and publishing that as single issues. And that was the first time I'd done stuff like in print and taking stuff to comic conventions. And what kind of like kicked me off going taking stuff to shows to sell to people was that was the first year that MCM Glasgow started. And what they did that year to get like the local comic community to come along into the comic village was the comic village tables were free that year. Right, okay. So there's loads of artists from particularly the Glasgow and Edinburgh areas. Uh, came along to that show and uh, that was like my first show selling at so I had like the first couple of issues of Left and I'd printed a few of my older older comics that had previously only been web comics and put them into little thing little booklets um, and yeah so that's where I ended up started meeting a lot of creators who eventually became closer friends over time yeah um, and yeah i've just been keeping doing comics pretty much in the same way since then because uh, like a, a few years over time i've finished off left which was a nine issue series and eventually got collected into a book yeah um, i think that's where i first met you i think do buying that from you at a con i think uh yeah, I'm trying to remember the first time I met you it was not an Edinburgh show. Uh, might have been, that's true. Yeah, it might have been. Yeah, that's where yeah. Cannon was there and yeah, you're Jason Johnny McCulloch. Lan- yeah, Johnny yeah. Lannan was there and so was Alan Henderson, I think. I think um, Falpy was there too. Yes, that was the first time I met him too. Um, yeah, that's uh, where it all went wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that's the first yeah, time I met him. Uh, Bear in mind, he lives two miles from me and I met him in Edinburgh. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Still, the, the genesis of Tribute Press was an editor. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's where it went wrong. But that, that was a good little scene. That, that was a really... I remember coming back from that thinking, I like I like the Scottish scene. You know, I think I said it to you guys, didn't I? It's, yeah. it's a mix of styles and approaches and everything, but everyone kind of gets on with each other, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of different, definitely a lot of different uh, creators. And um, like was Glasgow Comic Con for a while is the kind of like the hub of the Scottish comic scene yeah and um, it's a pity that uh, Dunfermline Comic Con isn't a th- I'm not sure if it's coming back or not as far as I know it's not yeah and, uh, and that's one that got wiped out by the storms a few years ago didn't he that one yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a big snowstorm that, um, oh <clears> shit it's, like that, it's like that beyond the wall yeah. <laughs> what what yeah. happened so like, well, the show uh, was going to go on, and there was a snowstorm. They couldn't. Uh, yeah, uh, remember like the beast from the east. Yes, yeah, yeah. That that coincided with Dunfermline Comic Con that year, and then it got wiped out. And then I think it came back again the year after. But um, uh, okay, the, the little shop of heroes who were running it, they were struggling to make costs for yeah. uh, running the show, and it just made sense really for them to. Um, can it for a little while, but I don't know if it's coming back or not, which is a shame because it was one of the best shows. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah definitely. Shame, That's a real shame. Yeah, 
Yeah, I enjoy, I've, I've done Glasgow as well. That's a good scene. That's the one that's run by BHP, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, yeah. right. Nicola Love and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. Um, and this was bringing it back to my work. Yeah. Back uh, to you again. Sorry, mate. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Lost focus for a moment there. It's back on you. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'd got like left as a finished book. And I was also doing some. I wanted to have like a, a you know how like like No Van Skyver's got Blamo, and yeah. It's like Seth had Palookaville and uh, you got Abel. I wanted yeah. something like that, like yeah, yeah. Abel. Um, so I started up doing short comics in a series called Murmur. Um, yeah. Which, uh, so they were all just like standalone little stories collected under the title of Murmur. So you got three issues of that but um they were all mostly uh generally the first first couple of issues were maybe like strange little horror stories almost like in the first one uh one of the stories was about a guy who gets unhealthily obsessed with the color of his printer (laughs) (laughs) and like he works in a print shop and the printer that they use suddenly spurts out a lot of magenta into this picture but he decides that actually this looks really nice compared to what the real version is supposed to be and he takes it home and hangs it on his wall and gets a bit obsessed about it um, yeah that's another strange see so you back to AI again here we go again yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, of this. Yeah. but do you think that's where your your love of comics you know you're, you're certainly from a um, creative point of view comes from is is that crowd of people you know the Seths and the Clouds and the Burns and all those sort of guys you know yeah um, I'd say that like probably a lot of my influences come from like the sort of 90s and early 2000s art that was coming over from the US and Canada yeah like and D&Q also, and Fanagraphics yeah. and those yeah. sort of yeah yeah could yeah. you think yeah well, one of my favourite cartoonists who's Norwegian, but I found his work through his Fantagraphics collections is Jason. Yes. Yeah, um, I love his stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's his the, the way that um, he gets so much across through just silence and simplicity. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because one of my things that uh, I'm big into is telling a story simply, as in like you're if you're reading a comic and you look at the page and you're confused about what's going on, then, in my opinion, someone's done something wrong. As in, like, if you're not finding it easy to read, then I guess yeah, that's that's should be the fundamental thing with a comic page. It I mean, different be- different strokes for different folks, but I am a lover of stuff that if if I'm stopping to stare at the art and figure out what's going on in that panel, then there's something wrong with the art, you know. Yeah. It's a sequential, yeah. you know, service to us as you know as it should be. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, yeah. If it's if it's not, you, I always find that the, the the actual testament to it is if you strip the art or uh, strip, strip the words off, because yeah. the story still carry. You can still work out the semblance of the story just through the art. Mm. Yeah, I think you're right, man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You can see the emotions on someone's face on the in the panel. Yeah, you, they don't need. A bit above them with a speech bubble saying, I'm sorry. 
you can just look at their face and go, oh, yeah. they're sorry for what they did. Yeah, which, which totally, like, um, you see the you see not a weakness is a, is a harsh word, but in some art that you see, if you strip away those words, and you can't really tell what's going on, that's in some ways that's a failing of the book, isn't it? Really, especially if you're trying to get across an emotional core. I mean, we talk about like the emotional storytelling, or like facial emoting, like what you're speaking about there, Stephen. Immediately, it's always I'm always really impressed by someone that can capture human emotion on a face. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's important. It's, it's, it's important. It's a tricky thing to do, and it also, and to all artists listening out there, it it doesn't. You don't have to have a super detailed face to get it. We've listened. We've read books that have like almost photographic quality art, where you can see all the lines and everything. We've also read books that have super simplistic art, and both of them have managed to emote. I was reading Zot the other day. Mm. You guys read Zot, you know the Scott McCloud pre. God's not comics. forever. Yeah, that yeah. does so much with so little. So good, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I can imagine he's probably a favourite of yours, Steve. Uh, yeah, I, I do like him and stuff. As well, to be fair, it's a while since I read Zot. It was like a yeah, it's a cracker. That's a forgotten classic, I think. Mm-hmm. Zot. I really do yeah. like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I suppose like I'd say with Scott McLeod, a lot of his like actual comics work has been. Overshadowed by his really yeah, has, isn't it? Comics, yeah, yeah. yeah. The sculptor was the sculptor got a little bit of heat, didn't it? You know, yeah, yeah, a few years um, ago. Yeah. I, t- I, t- I always often say because I watch a lot of pornography with the volume down, you know, <laughs> um, and you can tell what's happening in that without any words. Yeah, it's uh, fairly simple to understand. Yeah, yeah. Everything, everything comes back I mean, to porn, Steve. Got, there's, there's the yeah, reason that that storytelling's been around since the dawn of time. <laughs> go, go keep the sound off when you're on uh, public transport AT. Yeah, mm. yeah, exactly. Or you know, just using the loo at work. Mm. Uh, <laughs> God, <laughs> oh dear. Yeah, I was gonna, I was gonna say to my mum to listen to this, but I can't. Oh God, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. See, this is why. This is that's why not true. You just winding no. me up. No, that's <laughs> not true. Um, but um, what are your sort of influences when it comes to like comics like this? The stuff you read, or, or maybe stuff that influences your storytelling. Uh, well, probably the storytelling style. Um, definitely going back to like uh, Jason's stuff. Um, yeah, his he often uses um, like laid out like laid out panel structures, like a, a set panel structure for the page. And when I was doing my book Holly, um, which was the my one that came out a couple of years ago. Yeah, I like that one, man. That's one of my favourites. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I specifically wanted to do it a book that was every panel was every page, sorry, was laid out with eight panels, no matter what, and uh, no matter like what I wanted to do on the page, it had to be eight panels. And one of the things that was I noticed as I was writing the book, because you're dividing it up into a set number of panels per page, it almost felt a little like writing poetry. Okay. You've got a rhythm to it, yeah. Yeah, you've got this set structure to work in for every page. And I find that quite a an interesting way to work through it with that with that comic because and there's a few times in it where I knew I needed to, like, I wasn't gonna. There wasn't like a, enough action on this particular page to 
um, filled the whole page. So it was like, okay, like there's a bit where Holly's coming up with her friend to like the like the ferry that she's going to get on, and it's just like there's the top two panels are like Holly and Rebecca looking at looking at uh, each other, and then the top the bottom six panels are filled up with this one picture of them looking at the boat and so it was an interesting way to do that one picture but split it up over the six panels in such a way that it looked like you're still naturally reading reading the image from uh, top left to bottom okay like you normally would so there's I think I tried to have it so it was telling a kind of story of that image uh, over the course of those six panels, but it was still one image, so you could take away like the panel structure and it would just be a single image if you get one. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I was trying to do with that one. But I was, was, yeah. I was I was thinking today about who your style reminds me of, and I, I actually see a little bit of early Paul Grist in what you do as well, maybe. Um, okay, some Swithin's sure Day stuff, and um, right, no, I'm not sure I know that. I'm not sure I know. Okay, yeah. all right. Okay. What, was his, what was his name? Sorry, Paul Grist. Paul He's Grist. a favourite of Vince's. Paul Grist. Cool. Look that up. And, uh, yeah, have a look at that. <laughs> Although we did try and speak to him once, didn't well, didn't go well. <laughs> well, well, no, that that would insinuate that it didn't go badly. It just didn't go. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> <laughs> There's no major argument, just a no, silence. No, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great work. I, I recommend everyone check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Good stuff. Oh, now, as well as um, a distro, you've got a Kickstarter going at the moment, which is Old Man Grey, which is a one shot horror comic, that right? Uh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, 24 page one shot horror comic. Still yeah. a couple more days to run if you're listening to this on the day release, so I recommend it because. It's also, for us who are in the know, been on the Patreon. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Uh, Patreon.com slash Stephen Ingram Art. If you there you go. Nice work. Uh, just one tier, £3 a month, and you get whatever I put on it. You do put uh, a lot on it, dude, though, don't you? You know. Um, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> hopefully hopefully enough. You, uh, there's two pages a week from whatever comic I'm working on at the time. So currently, uh, don't do yourself down. Currently, you're working on um, <laughs> Burn With Me, which is up to, I checked, it's up to page 44, yeah, um, yeah. which is a cracking little story. Um, it really interesting sort of social realism, I'm going to say. Is that how you describe it? Um, yeah, maybe. I would, uh, it's kind of, well, what Burn With Me is about is a uh, woman who's just been released from prison yeah. and is going back to her hometown. Um, but she, she was like did like this, some horrible crime when she was a teenager, and so she's going back to this town where the crime took place, and it's about how the town reacts to her coming back, and also her reconnecting with a friend who, um, 
trailing, not spoiling anything. Yeah, well, I mean, the relationship <laughs> that I the relationship I liked in it is to see she goes and lives with her dad, isn't that right? I think. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's a very um, I don't want to call it sedate because that gives people the wrong impression. It's a slow reveal. You mm. feel there's something going on, and every so often you think, "Oh, right, this isn't going to go well for her," you know. But yeah. she's she's got nowhere else to go, is she? But live with her father again. Yeah, yeah. There's like you've just got out of prison after um, however many years. I think it's fourteen. I mean, it's, ha- it's happened to us all. Steve, yeah, you know? and yeah, so she's got nothing. There's no nowhere to go apart from home. Yeah. And then littered amongst that as well, you've got you also put three zines three zines out, don't you? There's um Yes. I don't know what the yeah. recent one had about ten pages to it, didn't it? It's a, a, a set of stories that I'm guessing you had stored up from before or um yeah, I suppose like the what I do with, with the zines is they're in you know, eight page comics or um where the last I think the last one was a, a prose story that yeah. I wrote written a while ago. But the yeah, the zines what I used, where they came from was I used to go to a comics meetup in Edinburgh, like the League of Comics. Okay. And one of the things that we used to do each month was, like when we were talking during the meetup, then we'd decide on a, a topic, usually related to what we'd been chatting about. And you'd just like give yourself a word and then go off and make a comic based around that word. Oh, that's dangerous. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, I don't know what the word would be if we were doing it tonight, but um, uh, <laughs> so the concept was you had like a single piece of paper and then you could fold it up in any way you wanted, whether it be just like one fold and you've got a four page comic or I like to fold it up and then fold it again and then you've got eight pages to work with and just put a staple in the middle, cut off the folded edge, and you've got the zine. Right. Um, so, yeah, that's that's where the, the idea from that came from. And after like the, that meetup kind of tailed off a bit, um, I kind of missed doing those books, just like once a month. So I brought it back for just myself and my Patreon followers. Cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, it's good. It's it's a work. It's a really good value Patreon. I think. I mean, we 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 did it for a year. We just we decided from tribute to do it for a year, mm. um, and, and you feel the pressure of providing product, don't you? Every single day, mm. I think yeah. if you're doing it yeah. right, yeah. yeah. I've made you know tried to make sure I've got like a, a good backlog. Well, not yeah, back, um, buffer buffer is the word. Yeah, so, like pages to keep going. But yeah, as you, what's the plan with burn with me? What's the plan with burn with me? Is that is that is that got a, a, a finite finite end? Is that do you know it? Is it a hundred pages, or is it you can then going to release it as a hard hard copy? Or yeah, it'll get released as a hard copy eventually. Um, I don't know the final page count yet, um, but it'll probably be around one hundred and fifty to two hundred pages. Oh wow! Okay, bloody hell! So uh, there's a bit to go on it. I suppose we're up to page forty-four. I've drawn up to page sixty. Cool. So yeah, there's still some to go. Yeah, you're a busy nice. man. Yeah, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> then you've well, added just, on the uh, distribution like business. Yeah. Like yeah, and plus you'll have people going, "Where's my book? I ordered it yesterday. Why is it yeah. arrived yet?" Yeah, you'll get all that. Yeah. Same, you're you? you're in Australia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, more trips to the post office scene. Yeah, I just had a thought. It probably wasn't such a good idea to start a comics distro while I'm going to be fulfilling the Kickstarter soon as well. Yeah, uh, you got it there. Uh, you'll, be, you'll be on first name terms within the post office, yeah. won't you? Be fine. Yeah, yeah. Busy, busy. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all about planning, though, isn't it? I mean, yeah. Yeah. Sure, surely you must have some sort of planning mind on your on your shoulders because like otherwise why do a, a publisher and distributor you have to be mad so i'm sure that you'll be fine if you if, yeah, you, yeah. if you if you can plan this. all of this getting all these <laughs> fantastic books from like all over the world and distributing them etc kickstarter's nothing man you'll be fine, you'll be fine. yeah, no, no, yeah. I've done some done a few kickstarters before like this is my fourth one so yeah yeah i've backed your stuff before yeah mm-hmm. and also um You've you you're also um, working with other people. You're collaborating. Am I right in thinking you've got a story in the the Brewgooders anthology as well? Uh, yeah, that's right. Uh, I did a story with David Craner. Um, he he does a, a comic called Glass City. Right, uh, uh, which I think has a couple of volumes. Yeah. Um, and he asked if you want if I wanted to do like a comic for the Brewgooders one. And it's also I think going to be. In he's planning like a uh, a third volume of Glass City that's like stories from around Glass City. So right. this will be apparently it's going to be in that as well. Yeah. The uh, yeah the Brugger's anthology um, and obviously and most importantly you've got a, you've got stuff in DUI as well, haven't you? Uh, yeah, I I did um, what uh, Eamon asked me to do was. Like take a, a kind of screenshot of people who were at one of the uh, the drinking draws, <laughs> and then do some caricatures of them to go in the back. I think it's on the back. No, on it the is. Back. I'm looking at oh, it now. Yeah, that's yeah. a really good back, back, page. back cover. Mm. Inside yeah. back cover. Yeah. So yeah, it's it was only people who were at the that happened to be at that particular drinking draw that are and all dressed. And all dressed. <laughs> yeah, all, it's just their faces. Who knows yeah. what it yeah, you know, you know, Henderson's got a boner. We know that. <laughs> of course. <laughs> good stuff. Yeah, no, it's good, man. So you're super busy. It's good to know, mate. Yeah. 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 Well, hopefully, hopefully, our job is to make it even busier with having to. Yeah, hopefully the orders start pouring in. I mean, yeah. It sounds like you've had quite a few already. Uh, yeah, I've had a few. Um, like I said, the. The Ignatz nominated one faster has been selling quite fast. I've only got a few copies of that left. Real. Um, oh, right. that, that was one yeah. of the ones that I, I was hovering over thinking, Ooh. get on it. That's all right. Get on it then. Get on it. Yeah. I'll, uh, I'll so, your order. If people want to get on the site, would they be approaching through the site itself or on social media? How, how would they go about? Of- um, you can go onto the site, uh, which is thirdbearpress.squarespace.com. And also on social media, which is at Third Bear Press, which is on the same on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Cool. So they Excellent. get so um, some some of those creators from all over the world can just send you a message and yeah, man, you got to yeah. get all over Edison Neo stuff, man. Yeah. We'll get get on that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he's listening, and you know, yeah. Have you have you spoke to Mr. Sparrow about his stuff? Uh, not yet, not yet. I've had a look at them. It's on the it's on the list to yeah. eventually get over. So I'm, I'm sure he's a crazy man, but it's yeah. good. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that Third Bear will will be seeing plenty of sold out messages <laughs> yeah. on the on the page soon. So get, get on board this. Check out these books. Check out Stephen's amazing work as well. And uh, yeah, just loads of fantastic indie comics. I mean, just from Stephen himself. Blimey, that'll keep you busy yeah. for that. Yeah. Busy for days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, don't uh, take up drinking, man. You won't have time to do anything yeah. other than this. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, he's probably taken up drinking just being on the show. Um, yeah. Where can people find your work, though? And where to find out more about the stuff um, that you do? You're looking for my work. My website is Stephen Ingram. That's Stephen with a V. StephenIngram.art. And I'm also at Stephen Ingram Art on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. There you go. Cool. There Good. you go. Another one to add to the Fantastic. list, of people. Um, and of course, um, we're gonna we gonna go order some books from Third Bear now. Yeah. Especially now that he said that one of them's almost sold out. So. <laughs> and you're going to be at Thought Bubbles the next one. Yeah, yeah I'm going to see that. I'm, I'm going to be at Nottingham Comic Con. Oh, cool. First, uh, which is 29th of October. Yeah, we'll be so, there. I'll be there. Yeah. And I'm going to be at Thought Bubble, and they're the only ones I've got. Booked in for the rest of the year for for sure. Good stuff, man. Yeah. Brilliant. So thank you for joining us, Stephen. You've been an absolute legend. Yeah, thanks, man. Yeah, it's been a pleasure. And we look, we look forward it. to uh, being responsible for um, you having too much work to do over the next week. <laughs> and uh, and apologise to your mum for my swearing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell to delete those bits. <laughs> and there you have it, folks. Another. Um, Another bunch of comics you're going to want. Great to get opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and definitely, I can I can see. Uh, well, fingers crossed, and I can see Third Bear Press doing well over the next couple of years. Honestly, so, this is good for our scene. Yeah, yeah. People need to go and explore these comics, and they're not overpriced. They're yeah. good prices. He's doing us a service, there, man. I think. Yes. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Um, so go forth, check it out, and uh, and thank you to Stephen for joining us. Yeah, Thanks. good lad. Um, yeah. We, do we have any shout outs this week, gents? We do have a few shout outs, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yes. Mind? yes, yes, yes. Fourth uh, September, come and meet me and a host of other small press people at the Bridlington Comic Con at Bridlington Spa. I'm quite excited. I've never been to Bridlington before. It looks like a brilliant town. And Sophie Aldred's going to be there. Um, I, I, I think I, 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 Ace. there was a there Ace. was a pause then. <laughs> like me and Dan didn't quite know whether to believe. Like. Y- you say so much, Tony. We don't know whether to believe you. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. British seaside towns, yeah. and there's a yeah. load of small press: Ashcroft, uh, Damien, and Alina. Nice loads of people boom, there. Boom. Yes. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be a laugh. Um, I'm sucking it and seeing it, seeing how it goes. That's how I'm doing with it. It's um, and and Andrew Hempel, who we had on the show, has done the right thing. He wants more comics at shows, so he's offered free tables to small press people. Yeah. Well, yeah. bless oh, him. Brilliant. Yeah. Totally. So, yeah, I'm biting his hand off around that, and I think it's the right thing to do. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, a big shout out to Strange Apparitions in Spalding, where I went yesterday, and I did some comic shopping there. Um, came away with armfuls of comics. That's a great shop, you know. He's about to extend. He's about calm to down, almost calm double. down, Tony. What a, time, what a time mm-hmm. to pause. Mm-hmm. You said extension. Mm-hmm. The, um, the he's about to move. I think he's adding another half again to the shop. So it's it's definitely doing well, and it's a cracking place to find sort of gems of comics you know mm. uh, great back issues and old magazines and stuff like that uh, and then the last one the final one the big one is DUI 2 is now up for order um, we saw the video was it yesterday I think it landed of the books arriving so Eamon now has copies of it 
and ready to send out. Um, so get on this because I actually feel like it's going to sell out very quickly. Um, it's duicomic.bigcartel.com, duicomic.bigcartel.com, and some of the money goes to um, Cancer Research UK. So get on it. It's a really good cause. Um, we've all work, worked hard on it. I haven't worked that hard on it because I'm a writer, but the um, uh, but I know Eamon especially has worked very hard on it, and it looks great. And I've got one of the test prints here in front of me. Marvellous. So look out for that. And also look out for an upcoming episode of Mega, the Mega City Book Club, where he and I discuss its creation, which I'm looking forward to chatting to him about later this week. Brilliant. So go and get that. There, Marvins? Yep. I've got two Kickstarters. <clears throat> uh, first one, A Fistful of Pain, Kung Fu Sci-Fi <laughs> Dragon Die Cut Hardcover. Large format one-shot graphic novella about vengeance, dragons, and sibling rivalry from award-winning Ryan K. Lindsay and Louis Joyce. That's absolutely blazed for its fucking target. That's well on the way to. Uh, yeah, it's going to win. It looks yeah. really, looks really good. Uh, second one, not it is comics in a way. Comics adjacent by Steve Connolly, uh, creator of the Middle Age. We interviewed him a couple of weeks back. Oh yeah, yeah he's a good lad actually. Like Steve a lot. He yeah. mentioned he was bringing out like a, a game supplement for Dungeons and Dragons Five E. That Kickstarter's now launched. It's called Intoxomancy, a boozy wizard subclass for 5e. Uh, yeah, yeah. Your guide to becoming a drunken master of the mystic arts, plus new spells and items and creatures, uh, Zine Quest 4. And it's got like, the, you know, some of the miniatures he yeah. was. Uh, no, you put some of this, the, the, the sculpts of some of the stuff I saw this week up online. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the oh, Kickstarter, you can see all that. You can see the artwork he's done for the book. It looks, looks lovely. Absolutely great stuff. The Middle Ages are cracking webcomic man yeah I'm, I'm, uh, i really enjoyed it you know i slept on it for too long i've got to be honest when yeah. when i started getting into it i was well, just flew for it yeah uh got a bit of a sad news uh you might have heard about this already uh the ice comic con by yeah. shane chesney they've uh f- stopped trading as it were so we've got uh, this is the official announcement to confirm that ice birmingham 2022 is indeed cancelled and they're no longer looking to run large conventions in the future uh, refunds will be issued to everyone who's pre-booked. It was uh, a, a weighty decision by all accounts. If you go to the ICE uh, Comic Con Facebook page, there's a, a detailed breakdown of Shane's uh, spoken to everyone who has attended, but he's kind of very appreciative of all the support and people have come along over the years. And uh, it's a shame to see another yeah. Comic Con. I, mean, I know Shane's next guest. Uh, he's been on before yeah. when we met at cons, and he's certainly a listener because he messaged yeah. me recently saying he cheers him up on the drive to work and stuff. So hope he's feeling all right. We sent him yeah. a message. But uh, yeah, yeah. Best life for the future, Shane. Do what's best for you. And uh, exactly. quite, quite amusingly, when uh, in our Slack group, we had uh, a friend of the show, Simon Russell, he commented <laughs> on... Uh, this made you chuckle, didn't it? Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the books we chose. And he... He said, uh, so this was about, last week when we talked about yeah, what we hadn't read and what we should read, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I, one of my, the amount of title I mentioned was Saga. So, uh, Simon says, uh, Saga felt like a great series at first, but after 12 issues, I realized it wasn't going to, it was going to keep spinning plates, uh, like any ongoing Marvel comic does, and never really resolve the story until they started to, uh, drop in sales. And then it would probably wrapped up in a hurry and leave me wonder where I'd spent so much time in it after all. Basically, I just got cheesed off by it, uh, lasting so long. When I took it off the pool list, I said, they're never going to end this, are they? Jason at Dave's Comics just looked back at me for a couple of beats. It's called Saga. (laughs) 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 So, fantastic. Uh, Nice one, Simon. Well, I've got that on my website. You've got to be read by the 13th of November. It should be at my office now. So when I Ah, get to work this week, I'll I'll get that and and some other comics I had. So 
Don't Brilliant. tell the missus. No. <laughs> what comics? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One comic you do need to be told about, though. Um, is, is from our good friend Gareth Hopkins mm. who has a Kickstarter launching on the 23rd of August now this is for Explosive Sweet Freezer Razors he does the best titles for books yep. ever um, and basically this book collects 10 short stories some abstract, some more abstract than others can you imagine that, that'll melt your brain but all <laughs> tiny reflections of who Gareth was at the time he made them um, book ended by two brand new two page comics called Witches and Blue Stone um, and if you think you know what, what they're going to be like, trust me, you don't. You do have to see Gareth work, work for yourself. But it all adds up to 244 pages, or around thereabouts. It's probably going to be about 250, I'd imagine, by the time it's all finished. Um, there's, it's so worth your time. Definitely one to add to your list, because um, as we're talking now, it is tomorrow that it's going to launch, as this show launches. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, this show launches on... Uh, it's Well, when you're listening... If you're listening on the day that the show releases, it's the 22nd of August. So, yeah, it's so, in it. Yeah. So, um, and he says, that's a Tuesday chosen for no particular reason. It felt right <laughs> at the time. And mm. if it feels right at the time, just do it. So on the on the 23rd of August, go forth and uh, pledge on Explosive Sweet Freezer Razors. And uh, yeah, we've had a look at it as well. Yeah. Beautiful stuff. Absolutely. I'm going to order a hard copy, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. you just need hard copies of Gareth's work to see it for yourself. Yeah. To really. His work is one that. Um, the printed page. It does so much for, doesn't it? I, think. I agree. Mm. Yeah. It's, you know, you can really sort of um, soak it in and let your brain sort of permeate on Yeah, the, you need it. It mm. doesn't work on a, as well on a screen for yeah. me because. Yeah. yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Mm. So, okay. yeah, so go check that out. And uh, from um, shout outs, we've got, we got, we got something else to talk about. I mean, tell me you want to talk about something. Did we? Uh, All right. Oh, I've got, yeah, I've got a re- my recommend uh, yeah. is a double a double feature of horror. Yeah. So, really, let's, um, so let's let's nicely feed into that. And, and then after that, we've got something from Vince, which I'm very much looking forward to. Hmm. I'm going to pitch in a little bit on your horror one, T, because I, okay. I, I was mm. fortunate enough to read that one. Oh, right. Of course you were. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I've got two titles to talk about. Both have come in to me this week. One um, from a favourite creator of ours and the other one from uh, a favourite company of ours that I backed on a Kickstarter. Um, and I, but I just wanted to put it out there, my feelings about horror. So my feelings are not probably the mainstream feelings of horror. So do you know what? You um, shock really, me. Shush. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what really, really fucks me off about horror? And that's watered down horror. So I don't care a fuck about atmospheric horror on a 15 rated horror. Some fucking famous actress who can't see or speak. That bullshit really bothers me. I would rather have ferocious stomach churning horror, ripping faces off, pulling people's spines out, which we get in a second, and fucking a corpse. <laughs> you know what I mean? I've got a feeling that, 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 that isn't that you don't guaranteed you don't have to have that in every book. We just want to say that. I'll tell you what, if you put fucking a corpse in your comic, I'm buying it though, I'll tell you now. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Sale's um, a sale, isn't it? One one sale. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the first one I want to talk about is clown face mask of fear. Do not look up on Urban Dictionary what clown face means. Because I'm I'm sure these fuckers are playing with us around that one. Yeah. Um, I know you're doing it now, Dan. I can hear you tapping. Yeah, I'm doing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's written by Mark Adams, um, art and colours by Atlantis Vampire. Who knows with those guys? 
Um, <laughs> addition, yeah, you've just seen it, have you? Yeah. yeah. Um, additional colours <laughs> by um, Capuchin Drapola. Uh, let, this is all mental. Letters by Nikki Fox Robot. Um, covers by Ian Sheedy. Edited by Mike Adams and, and Matt Warner. Uh, Clownface was created by Alex Bourne. You can find it at hellboundmedia.co.uk and they're on Twitter at Hellbound Media. So this is what you would expect from the same creators of, what was that one they did about a farm? Slaughterhouse Farm. Slaughterhouse Farm yeah. and Giallo and all that sort of stuff. Um, in And I mean this in the nicest possible way. For those that know me, know the sort of horror films that I, I really enjoy watching. This is utter nightmare fuel. Um, mm. It opens with a woman running away being confronted by a man in a sort of redneck vest with a clown mask and swinging in and swinging an axe. And he cuts her open down the middle and he pulls out her spine from her body. Um, it then rewinds three years earlier, as we all love love horror to have, goes straight into fucking um, a man and a woman having sex in bed. The, the, main, the main girl is called Lucia and she's kind of a wild child at university, but a good student. Um, she's um, fr- sexually very free and um, she can, you know, she, she's not looking for a relationship. She's just looking for fun, and she decides she's she's um she's a, she's a student at the cultural history module, and she decides um to do a little bit on this talk that's the history of masks, um but watching from the projectionist booth behind her is a man in a clown mask and he's sort of dribbling and you know he's got that sort of dirty redneck serial killer feel about him. And she's doing well in her studies. She's getting on well with the, the teacher and she gets invited to the hot Halloween lecture. But the man in the mask is also there and the murders start happening and the relentless attacks begin at that point. <clears throat> it's a difficult one, as I'm going to talk about in the next one. It's a bit a difficult one to talk about and not spoil. Hmm. So that's about halfway through that that's happening. But it's it's very transgressive. <laughs> Danny, Vince, are you sending me screenshots? Of no, no, yeah, of, of, of yeah. my, of my, of my. Not, no, don't worry about that. Oh, okay. that'll, come, that'll come later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, right. But okay. in terms of Hell, yeah. Hellbound's books, they're not afraid to fucking just go, no. go there, are they? They're not. And um, it's it's full on gore slasher horror. But I mean, it's, it's all right. We see a lot of slasher horrors, don't we? Especially in the movies, we see quite a few in yeah. comics. But it needs a twist on it, I think, to make it interesting. You know, having just a slasher in a mask near a holiday yeah. camp is, unless it's got a clever twist on it, it's it's not really firing on all cinders for me. But this has this weird clown mask feel to it. the 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 art is really um, dirty. It's got a real grimy underground feel to it. It's coloured art, looks sort of sort of painterly. Um, it reminds me of something we might have seen from Lord Horror or X Menga, that sort of thing. Um, you know, I mean, these boys are just desperate to be fucking banned somewhere, aren't they? You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, banned yeah. in Norway. They just yeah. want that sort of thing yeah. written across and their comics, don't they? And they'll wear it with pride. Yeah, they will, won't they? Yeah. So that's the first one. So that 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 was ticking in my boxes, you know. So Clownface Mask of Fear um, by Hellbound Media. Go and go and get a copy. I got it on the Kickstarter. Came very Kickstarter ends comic arrives perfect. I got the digital, but I also got the uh, the physical. Actually, do you do this where you forget which one you backed, and suddenly yeah. you do the digital and you think, "Oh no, look, it's arrived as well." I ordered a physical copy, which I did. Yeah, I always like I, I download the PDF and read the PDF. I thought, oh, that was great fun, and then like a couple of months later, I'm like, "Shit, I ordered the physical." Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah, I do that all the time. Yeah, um, and the other one is from a bit a creator who's another friend of ours, and we're we're a big fan of his work. It's called This Little Piggy. It's written by Sean Gabarin. Um, 
art by C. Lopez. Um, I was chatting to Sean on the DMs because we're cool, and he was saying, I've got this coming out. What do you think of it? So I'd look at it. I said, I'm going to mention this on the next pod. Uh, it actually, the PDF he sent me, I think is an early proof of it. So it doesn't have the credits page. So apologies, I haven't credited colorists and editors and letters and flatters and the woman who drives the, the sandwich lorry. But I have I have actually requested it from him, but he hasn't sent it through yet. So it, it will be there eventually. We'll know who's on it, who's the full the full crew on it. Um, it's again uh, a really difficult book to, not to spoil. So I'm going to give you a taste of what it's about, but I'm going to tiptoe around it a little bit. It is one of those kind of like the 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 ending kind of yeah. It's very difficult to kind of talk yeah. about how 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 this delivers without spoiling it. So yeah, totes. Good yeah. luck, totes. Doesn't I say? Yep. So the the first page is a shock opening. I like a shock shock opening. It's what they did in Clown Phase. I think sometimes it works, especially in comics, as a nice little. This might be what's happened. This might not be what happens. You know, it's almost like. A sense of what happens in the future so it opens with our hero um protagonist is a, is a kid called reggie and he's sitting on the floor of a house looks like a sort of dirty back back shed or something like that um and there's blood and gore scattered everywhere uh, even on the ceilings and he's, he's sitting cross-legged on the floor shirtless and he's chewing on the elbow end of a disembodied forearm from a man and what makes that i mean that's a that's an nice opening to horror comic mm. but what um makes it even worse is he's looking at the reader <coughs> and saying aren't you proud of me almost like pleading with the reader mm. um and then in classic horror <clears throat> movie tropes with the kid wakes up um and his dad's waking him up and he says come on son you got hurry you got you're late for school late for high school in america and he reminds him that um as soon as he finishes school don't forget we're going on our camping trip um and this father-son camping stroke hunting trip is a big tradition for them and they, they're very, both very excited by it so the kid goes to school and even as he's walking across the car park to go in the you know the classic american high school front door he gets a, ba- a, a basketball in the face from one of the jocks and he's getting bullied and he says to himself just one more day he's saying just one more day to you know we go on this camping trip and i'm finished with this rubbish um, he's a poor old Reggie, sweet on one of the girls, and she also turns out to be one of the jocks' girlfriends. Uh, but turns out that this girl, who's called Abigail, is also going to the same lake area to stay in a, um, a bungalow-type, you know, caravan-type place at the same place he's going on holiday. And he's all excited. and Oh, she's going to the same place as me. That's exciting. And one of the, the her boyfriend gives him a pull and sort of puts his arm around him and says, do not fuck about my girlfriend. You know, a bit like that. Mm. It's like a protective thing. And he, that also knocks him back. And then he gets home and they're all excited. They're about to go to the camp and you just get this little shot of his dad has got a bag opening and he's loading into it. Um, what is the title of the book? It lists little piggy, piggy masks. And that's the cover of the book. It's a girl wearing a, a pig mask, um, like, a, um, like a dress up masquerade kind of mask. And I can't talk about it beyond that, but it gets, yeah. it gets very, gory it gets a little bit scary maybe a little bit hairy and just you got to see where it goes so wait to see where it goes um afterwards i thought i i looked at it and i thought the good thing about sean what i really like about his work which is what we've seen on previous work of his is he, he has such a great premise 
You know, yeah. he takes an idea and he and he spins it in a certain way that makes it really interesting. There's a solid use in this of um, creating a, a character who you like before something terrible might happen to them, which is a, is a great creation, I think, of art. We saw it previously on the with the girl Lucia in in the previous comic I mentioned. And you got to do that. You got to establish a character before you rip their brains out. You know, you really have to. Mm. Yeah, you need to kind yeah. of give a shit about them before they kind of. Yeah, their, their, their fate befalls them, as it were. Otherwise, it's just it's pointless. Otherwise, yeah, you know, you're not you know, there's no investment. I've written here: build up your characters before you fuck them up. I think it's you know yeah. a great little thing to think about. Um, solid art. Um, I don't quite like it as much as his previous art, um, but it's a good use of color. Nice use of art. Good um, good page turns to the shock and stuff that it ends with. Um, yeah, I, I think with he's creating almost a legacy of a story you can't spoil it but there's something that happens you think yeah, this is a good little idea this could run and run as an idea yeah mm. um it's not built up in the same way that what's the name of his previous work the one we really liked oh, let's, all die, wasn't it? let's all die let's all die so let's all die had a had a <clears throat> central conceit that you could see a start and an end to it almost mm. does that make sense yeah. yes, so yes yeah. limited cast who get knocked off you can see the end in a four or five issue series but this it's kind of got an idea that's a bit bigger than that. I don't know, a bit more fantastical, mystical kind of idea to it, which um I think could I think <coughs> um I'm not sure when it's out actually, I'm still waiting to hear back from him. But this little piggy, you you'll be able to find it online. But Sean Gabrin's great. Um yeah. S H A W N and then G A B O R I N Sean Gabarin. Um he's done stuff with Puppet Master and stuff, which is how I found him. Um but this this is this is really good. So that's my second one. There you go. You had a read of it, D as well, didn't you? Did you, Dan? Yeah, Dan. So sorry, said again. I've, you had a read of it as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. I kind of uh, the, like you said, the the ending's a real kind of <laughs> gut shot. I really want to see where it goes after that because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It's kind of playing with some horror tropes, but it sets up a premise and just yeah. I I look forward to seeing where that goes. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. I think there's, uh, we were talking about earlier, I think there's still some characters I'd like to see established a bit more. So hopefully we're going to see that maybe in issue two. Yeah, we might see some, fl- I was thinking about it, we might see some flashback stuff and kind of look at how they they used to be, if you know what I mean, and what they're like as, as people themselves. Because yeah. uh, I think the writers got formed for that. Wasn't that the way with uh, yeah. the, the previous title? Yeah, exactly. Actually, that, that happened quite a lot. So I'm sure he's got like, more than a few hands to play in this one. Yeah, so, and I think yeah. with, the, with with the previous thing, we all had theories, didn't we, after reading the first issue? Do you remember? Oh, God, yeah. yeah we were that really stranger, kind of like... the woman appears, who said, oh, her car broke down, and we're like, oh, hang on, who the fuck is she? Where's this? Yeah, where's it's this like thing? that, yeah, we're all suspicious of everyone, so that's good that that gets built up. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That's the new one. Boom. Good. Boom, they're my two. What about you, V? Let's talk about your cock. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, and uh, he's only partially joking there. Um, I didn't think when I started this week that um, I might have discovered um, what could be one of my favourite books of the year um, a favourite series something that I'm hugely excited to catch up on and sometimes it's nice when you see things on social media and people like, you know, you see pictures and things posted or whatever and normally it's just absolute nonsense but then something catches your eye and it's just someone talking about a book and you see a panel and you think what on earth is this? This looks bonkers. I really yeah. need to find out more about it. And that's what led me to Rooster Fighter. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Rooster Fighter 
is uh, a manga book. Um, and I'll give you the details of um, where you can get it later. But um, I devoured the first couple of um, issues, I think. I think the collection um, is containing a lot more. So that's why I can't wait. To it's get got it. chicken sex in it. This, it yeah. starts off. If you can imagine kaijus, right? Kaiju fights, martial arts madness, a, a main hero who has the swagger and machismo of all of the classic mid 80s to mid 90s action movie heroes, right? Imagine everything, all of that put together. Amazing action scenes, just amazing one liners. And the main character is a chicken. <laughs> that's this book. Um, that's, that's, the best, that's the best sex scene I've seen in ages. <laughs> Not only that, <laughs> it starts off. I mean, there's a little bit of an action scene, and then then five pages later, it says one year earlier, and it starts with Rooster Fighter having sex with a woman with, with a female chicken, and then just leaving her the next morning. <laughs> the best thing bit of it is he has sex with her, and he's saying, "Oh my god." And, um, and then, uh, then then three panels later, she's like all cuddled up to him, and he's got the face like, "When can I leave?" Yeah, just like <laughs> checked out. Yeah, yeah. Just, absolutely. Yeah. So it's so good. Um, and then he just, <laughs> he goes, I just sent you a couple more pages because I had to take screenshots of this because I was like, "This is amazing." Um, the synopsis: <laughs> Giant demonic monsters wreak havoc and level Japanese cities. While the citizens flee in terror, it's up to one brave rooster to stand his ground. <laughs> in a world where terrifying monsters walk the earth, one heroic rooster is destined for greatness. When giant demons threaten the innocent, he's going to show them who's boss. The neighborhood cock of the walk is more than just an ordinary rooster he's humanity's greatest defender his opponents may be 10 stories tall but nothing is bigger than his stout heart and his fearsome battle cry cock a doodle do <laughs> which the way the way you describe it it seems like it's just an absolute piss take you know of, of a comedy series and of course there's no it plays it straight isn't it? It, yeah. plays it it plays it completely straight and that's why it works so amazingly well plus the fact and I've I've gotten this far without saying that the creator, the story and art is by Shu Sakuratani. I hope I got that right. Um, what a fucking talent! Not not just I mean the story. Yeah, it's good. The pacing of it is is brilliant. The 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 dialogue is so snappy. Um, but the artwork itself is just flawless. There's just details, you know. That <laughs> there's definite. It, it looks reminds like a me fucking a bit of chicken. Gone. It reminds me. Yeah, a it does. Bit of gone. That's a good. That's a good comparison. Yeah. 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 There's, there's so so much to it, um, and there's certain moments like these kids. I mean, a lot of it. I mean, because this is a rooster who's, and when I when we say oh, he's a hero who will defend the world, he just gets into fights. But lots of kids are like, oh, look at that chicken, or there's like mean kids who try picking on him, and he just ends up kicking their asses or something like because he hates children. Um, <laughs> And he's just—it's almost um, got that littlest hobo sort of, you know, the, the classic solo warrior moving from place to place and getting into fights. There's a bit of a mystery. There is a, you know, and there's a bigger story in the in the background of where he's come from, who he is. And, I just uh, ordered it. I've just ordered volume yeah. one and two. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Um, it is. Um, it's for pre-order now. Like I'm, I'm pre-ordering it on Amazon. I think it's um, it's Viz Media who are putting it out. Volume one is out fifteenth of September this year. 
Volume yeah. 2 is going to be in December. Volume 1 is like 192 pages. Um, the way I got to check this out, um, it was just purely when I Googled it, I was hoping, I was so hoping it was going to be on Shonen Jump. And it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. Right. So I had I sort of a couple of links down. And you think, oh, there's a, as Dan, you know, told us before, there's like loads of people just translating these books and just putting them online. Yeah. And, and I read a couple of chapters and thought, nah, I, I need to sit down and, and read this book because it it looks like one of the <laughs> best things ever. Um, absolutely brilliant, and the the action as well. If you're a fan of like creators, I mean like Daniel Warren Johnson and stuff, there's this certain um, energy to it. Um, There's a scene that I just sent the guys where um, this rooster is just at like a um, sort of a uh, sort of uh, zoo kind of thing, or like a sort of petting zoo sort of thing. And this kid just throws loads of peanuts at him. (laughs) And uh, just in a couple of panels, the rooster catches all the peanuts and then immediately spits them back in the kid's face like a machine gun. It's class. Just the whole book is just absolutely class. And afterwards, you just see that he's walking off and he just says, I deeply loathe brats. Um, (laughs) So good. So good. Yes. Rooster Fighter. If you haven't discovered it, go and discover it because this is... And I think it's also a good book for when when we talk about... You know, what is a good book if you're not sure about, like, manga books? You know, it's it's an easier sort of... um, Just the way it reads... I think is quite easy for sort of Western audiences as well. Do you know what I mean? There's some books have that better flow that I think it's not a clear one. It's not yeah. um, full of motion lines and yes. stuff like that, like yeah, a lot yeah, of books yeah, are, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and, and a lot of, a lot of manga leans very heavily into you have to understand what's going, you have to understand manga to know what's going on here. Yeah. You no, know? uh, this one's very clear, very yeah. clear. And it's, and it certainly starts off when he's fighting demons as well. Um, as well as the jokey moments, the demons have this strange, like one of them looks like a hand that looks like a businessman with ho- giant horns, but they're giant creatures that he then um, sort of absolutely kicks their ass. And but also, I will say, it's almost it looks like a chicken. Do you know what I mean? It's not like a characterized. It's not like right, a character okay. chicken. It's all yeah ana- anatomically correct. That's a weird yeah. thing to say, but it's very um it's very honest to the source material. <laughs> So, <laughs> Rooster Fighter, um, get on it because I think when I get the books, uh, th- this won't be the last you hear me talking about. It, and I look forward to reading this. I think it came out. Um, I think it came out around twenty twenty one. I think um, that was when the series started in Japan. I could be wrong. If, if there's probably a lot of people who have already heard about this story, um, but that's what this show's about. So I it's think- just reminded me to order the Junji Ito book, the Liminal Zone, which comes yeah. out as well ah, next week. Uh, always, yeah. always yeah. good. Yeah. So there you go, that's another random one. And uh, Dan, you, I don't think you have a recommended this. <clears> you? No, no, no. I was kind of uh, I've, I've put a book aside for weeks. I'm going to give this a go because I think this might be good, and uh, I can't recommend it. It didn't and, live up to no, your expectations. And, you, and you've been yeah. busy as hell, anyway. So um, always be working. Oh, You're looking nice today. Your hair looks nice today. Oh, oh thanks, man. Thanks, thanks. Yeah. He always looks nice. Yeah, yeah. me and Tony have faces for radio. <laughs> yeah. Oh come on! Yep. <laughs> come on, you you're the cheesecake. We know that. <laughs> More like pork pie. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed uh, this week's show. Um, if there's pork anything, pie. Enjoyed... <laughs> if 
<laughs> Bloody Nora. <laughs> don't, get, don't get me going again, man. Um, if there's anything you want us to talk about or put a shout out for in future shows, please do get get in touch with us. There's several different ways you can do it. You can email us awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Um, thank you to anyone that has emailed stuff recently. When I went into that um, that Gmail recently, it's mixed all the social media stuff with the with the normal inbox thing. So oh, shit. Shit. Does that can't. Isn't it? So I had to I had to go in and delete all of the the notifications for things so I could actually see the email. So apologies if we've missed out on stuff for a little while. Yeah, because um, when I was going for it, V like there was so much crap in there from yeah. This yeah. and that, as like, yeah. it's hard to find stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, so I went through and got rid of a load of crap. Ah, bro. Um, so it should just be the emails now, but we'll have to keep them talk it, and uh, and we'll talk off air about how to fix that. Yeah, but yeah. awesomecomicspod at gmail dot com, and we'll um, shout out about your comics, etc. Um, follow us on Twitter at the awesome pod, where we'll be um, shouting out some love to some classic comics and getting <laughs> getting some comics discourse going, some positive comics discourse going. Um, that's what this show's all about. Getting Slack's started. super busy at the moment. It's hard yeah. To yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want to join the Slack, get in touch with us. The Awesome Comics Podcast Slack is a, is a great group that has loads of channels for different types of conversations, whether it be making comics, selling selling cheap books you got on your shelves that you just want to get rid of, and uh, Kickstarter, so much more. Everything's there, and it's a wonderful community of people from all over the world on there so get in touch with us if yeah, you want to join that if you do the um, Facebook go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast and the community group on there awesome comics talk which is another wonderful community of people um, we love the entire community that's been built up around this show so thank you all for getting involved and supporting each other and buying independent yeah. books yeah um, that's why this show exists and whether you listen to us on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts I had trouble saying podcast then. It's that time of the night. <laughs> um, subscribe, like, leave a review, all of that good stuff. Um, we really appreciate it. It helps get the word out. The, I think that helps the, oh God, the algorithm. Did someone's stomach just growl? It might be me, sorry. Yeah. Oh, Tony. Have you been eating like those vegetarian sausage rolls again? I've got to go for a run after the show. And so I, haven't eaten, I didn't Back eat. Back in LT. Okay. I know. I'm trying to go for a run every day for a month. Oh, nice work. And I'm a bit, feeling a bit hungry. <laughs> you've left this. You've left it a bit late. Yeah. I know. I know. I've got like a light though. Attach it to my belt. Oh, okay. Do you take your uh, out? Don't you want it on your head? Uh, he went out earlier. Oh, I've got okay. nowhere to wear it. I don't like wearing hats, do I? Because I've got a massive head. I. Uh... <laughs> I'm nothing to add to that. Yep. If you listen to us on Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, <laughs> what the network are we on, Tony? Pod, read comics, or go to hell. Exactly. <laughs> you put out some uh, great ones on Twitter, T. I'd recommend yeah. people check that out. Yeah, so we, we've um, started posting stuff on Twitter, um, which seems to, one of them seems to be like gone stupidly popular. I don't really mm. know how that happened. Yeah. 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 Don't if, use our posts to have a pop at people, though. Fuck you. If you yes, do that. yes. You know I mean? this, the, this show is all about comics positivity and being yeah. nice to, to people and supporting comics. If you're just going to be shit to people, you can fuck off. And that's yeah, the way we feel about exactly. it. I'm not, I'm not going to beat you around the bush. We're all about kindness and promoting comics, funnily enough. Yeah, so, that's what we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nice, so, lovely tweet that talked about how lovely a comic was and then someone has to throw a hand grenade in, don't they? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but um, it's, to be fair, there's fucking Twitter in it that is part yeah, of it. Yeah, 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 just, yeah, 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 yeah. If you want to fight against that tide, then uh, post up a comic that you like and um, show it to join other in. People. Yeah, because yeah. that's what we're all about. And thank you very much for listening to the show as always. Where can people find us online, etc.? Tony, neverinanything.com. There you go, Dan. 
You can find me on the health site now's Twitter <laughs> at Van Gogh Comic. And you can read Van Gogh at VanGogComic.com on the last three, four pages of this issue. It's been an absolute fucking battle trying to get this one done, but it's nearly done. It's, so. it's awesome, dude. You should be very, Thanks, very man. proud of it. Yeah, yeah. There's some and a few more shockers coming up in these last couple of pages, so stay yeah. tuned. Yeah. Uh, Don't you stay can... tuned to a webcomic, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you can find me online at, on social media at Jester Diablo. And if you go on YouTube, you can search for my uh, on uh, my tabletop role playing show. Yeah, safe, go see that. Safe space. Go yes, do it. Of which yeah. um, there will be a new one later. I think it's later today. Yeah, the premiere is tonight. I was oh, contemplating okay. what a great title that is, Vince. <laughs> I think, think you, do, yeah. you do great titles and safe spaces. Thank yeah, you. Great. it almost made me chuckle. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. I'm also very pleased with the logo, but that's just um, that's just me fluffing myself. <laughs> what? Anyway, uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Funny, Nora. <laughs> thank you for listening, everyone. Wherever you are in the world, we hope you're doing well and you're okay, you're having a great week and having a great That wasn't comment. my tummy, that was the chair. Just in yeah, case anyone. Whatever, <laughs> whatever. Tony's inside Tony right now. I'm just it, leaning it, over to put my book, my book in my bag. It's it's Woodstock 99 inside Tony Esmond right now. <laughs> like what's left that? over Fuck at Woodstock me. <laughs> That fucking Woodstock 99 was unreal, that, that documentary on Netflix. Give that a watch. I've not seen that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. while we're going to go off and watch that and just give each other a cuddle while, well, me and Dan cuddle each other while Tony runs away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening from Dan, Tony, and myself. Read loads of comics, make loads of comics. And as always, what should they do, guys? Stay awesome. Stay awesome. Indeed. See ya. See ya. Bye.